Welcome to Gus the Staff. Episode 5. Ah, ah, ah. For the 12th of June. 2010. Vampiristic. Ah, 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 ah. Welcome to episode number five. Five. It's all about vampires. Oh, she did I the do same thing every, every single week. And you hang shit on me. <laughs> yes, I do. Yes. Anyway, so yes, welcome to episode number five. That's right. Oh, 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 oh. It's all about vampires this week. Yes, it is. So count it up. One, oh, oh, oh. Two, three, four, five. Oh, oh, oh. That was a little too long. You watch too much Sesame Street? Yes. Da-da-da. I have a son, and he watches too much Sesame Street. So I watch too much Sesame Street. I'd like to see what's the other one they did that one foreskin, two foreskin. What the hell, one foreskin? What's that no, from? No, one skin, two skin, oh, yeah. three skin. <laughs> no, four that was skin. from that was from this cart, uh, not cartoon. It was like a kids show, and they had all the like Muppets sort of thing, mm-hmm. and it's actually on YouTube. You can look it up. It's called Rainbow. Look up the Rude Rainbow episode. But one of the things is peeling a banana and he goes, One skin, two skin, three skin, four. And then he gets cut off, obviously. Yeah, it's weird as. Actually, I've got a clip here from it. Have a listen. Have you seen Bungle's Twanger? Yeah. Oh, I have, yeah. I showed him how to pluck with it, yeah. Yes, as my plucking instrument. Can you pluck like Bungle? Yeah, I can. I'm the best plucker here. Oh. Let's get back to Bungle's twanger. Oh, yeah. oh, Jeffrey, we could all paint our twangers, couldn't we? Well, not now, Bungle. It's nearly time for us all to go. Oh, well, I've just been. <laughs> it's so wrong. <laughs> anyway, on to our vampire discussion. Vampires are awesome. Vampires are pretty cool. I don't like the fact that everyone's so damn obsessed with Twilight, though. Oh, I like Twilight. I like Twilight. I just don't think you need to be so damn fucking obsessed. Um, I'm considered a Twihard, I think. I listen to it every night before going to bed. Mind you, it takes me a month to listen on to any of the audiobooks. <laughs> I well, go cause... through, like, four audiobooks a week. <laughs> yeah, because seriously, I go to bed and I turn it on and I think, oh yeah, this is cool, I'll fall asleep to this. Five minutes later, I'm out. <laughs> it's like me in Star Wars. I put on Star Wars, yeah. like, every night before I go to bed. And I yeah, watch, and like, only, two, three minutes. Though, yeah. Like, and you only, like, watch or listen to a five-minute snippet of it, and then you fall asleep. So it's yeah, going it to take me a like month. a month to get through the damn thing. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. But I do love the books. Um, I think our discussion topic for this week should be, are vampires real or not? Hmm. Well, I'm going to go. I, I think we should take a side. Which side would you take? The four or against? Vampires are real. The four skin. <laughs> the four skin. Would you take the four skin or the against after skin? skin? Against skin. <laughs> against skin. It's <laughs> a bit odd. I have no idea. Depends on what you well, would do. You, for. What do you think? Do you reckon they're, tr- they're real or not? No, I don't think they're real. Okay, well, I'm going to go on yeah, shit, so I'm going to say they're real. Well, I... Just for the sake of it. Well... So we can have a mass debate. <laughs> I mean, a mass debate. Yeah, no, I, I know. Um, what I was going to say then was the church, and I can't remember when or where I heard this from, but the church actually declared vampires as real back in whenever when disease was rampant mm-hmm. and one of the biggest diseases going around was a bad case of rabies. And the actual 
symptoms of, of, of a bad case of rabies is um, eyes reddening, skin being sensitive to light, mm-hmm. sleeping a lot and so during the day, and being malnutritioned on things like iron and stuff. Yeah, well, well, there is actually... Um there's diseases that are actually called, like, they've got other names, obviously, well, but yeah. they, like, sort of name them vampirism and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, well, there is real diseases, you know, force you to want to suck, well, drink blood. <laughs> diseases that force you to want to suck. <laughs> I bet men wish that there were more diseases like that going around. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, couldn't resist that one. Well, apparently they don't like garlic either. Like, they're, they're repulsed by garlic. And it's it's also, when you've got to think about it, it's also passed by biting. If a person... I mean, can you imagine how a person would be if they got rabies? That's right. They'd be pretty nuts. I mean, because you froth at the mouth yep. with blood yep. because you end up, like, bite... Apparently, they bite their tongues and stuff as well, yep, or their cheeks. Yeah. So you'd be bleeding from the mouth and you'd be trying to bite people. So it's, yep. it's almost like zombies. Kind of, yeah. Like with the biting and stuff. But, yeah, but can you imagine if, if, like, there was someone running towards you in the middle of the night trying to bite you? Well, that's right. Especially I mean, if they point Legends teeth. and shit. To start with, back then, there was just so many legends going around for all different things. I tell you what, I'd love to see in about, you know, another century, if we haven't destroyed the earth by then, mm. I'd love to see what sort of things that we have now that are actually only myths. Yeah. Because it'd be really interesting, wouldn't it? Like pregnancy. <laughs> no, pregnancy is not a myth, I can tell you that right now. And, and neither aliens. is the labour. <laughs> <laughs> we all live in the Matrix. We do, we all live in the Matrix. <laughs> oh, I tell you what, I used to freak one of my friends out. I'd sit and I'd say to her, can you imagine if right now you were really sitting in a psych ward and every single thing that you see right now is made up in your mind? Yeah, that, that's, that's <laughs> an episode of Buffy. Yeah, it is. I love that episode of that Buffy. That is a great episode of Oh. Because it leaves you questioning. Like, it doesn't give you an answer in the slightest. That, that's one of my favourite episodes. Because it, it destroys anything before and everything after it. Yeah. And I have to say also that it's not my favourite episode, but I think the most, um, the strongest episode out of all of Buffy is the one where she comes in and finds her mother dead. Because that is uh, so realistic. It's just. Death is not horrifying. normally portrayed like that. On shows. I love the fact that there's just no music played throughout that whole episode. Exactly, and they did that on purpose. Yeah, and the cracking of her ribs. Yep, it's, it's just, just all those little bits. And I've watched. I've watched that episode like three times. I ball all the way through it, and that's like yeah, I can't. I can't watch that without I, bawling. Like I've yeah, I've I've given given up on it. Mm. But the only music there is is when she. I think it's the Mexican music. Like in the next episode, but the next episode's pretty silent except for like just mm. the me- Mexican music. Because you know Alfred place, Hitchcock used to do that. Dishes. Yeah, oh yeah, Alfred Hitchcock used to do that in all of his movies yeah. or a lot of his movies. There would be no um, no music played through them, and except it's it's that off, that is that extra suspense. Yeah, through a lot of them, yeah. you'd have the talking. But if you listen to a lot of like, um, I think, what's that one where he's in the wheelchair looking? Telescope looking I don't know, I don't watch Hitchcock's. Never um, watched any. Um, but yeah, like there's there's barely any music in that. And Disturbia? he doesn't No, it's it's like Disturbia. It's a ma- it's a remake. It, Disturbia was like a remake of it, sort of. Yeah, I know, but Disturbia was based on a Hitchcock film. Oh, Rewindow, that's the one. Uh anyway, yeah, Alfred Hitchcock does that with a lot of his movies. He yeah. doesn't 
Yeah. But I think that's why that had such an impact, that episode. It was done realistically. Oh, yeah. The way death is. I mean, you come in and uh, the fact where she comes in and she walks around like, hi, mum, how you going? And then she comes in and she sees her mum laying on the couch. She's going, mum, mum. And then she stops and goes, mummy? I know that that mummy was just... Just flipped me out. Oh, yeah. That was like such a shock. You knew, and I got tingles. As soon as I heard her say mummy, I was just like, whoa. Yep, she just regressed. I mean, mind you, her mum's laying there. Yeah, but mind you, her mum's laying there on the couch with her eyes wide open. That's right. But, so we knew what had happened. Yeah, we knew what had happened, but... Well, yeah, we knew. It was that mummy. I don't know what it did, but it took it to a really personal... Like, it was... We knew before she knew. Yeah. That was the thing. Yeah. Absolutely. Very, very, very freaky. But I... I, Yeah, I have trouble watching an episode. That that Buffy does tend to just break down and almost shut down. I mean, it was like season five. Yeah. Same season. And she's trying to protect her sister. It's right at the end. She finally realises she probably can't beat this god. Mm. And she just stops. And she just ends up in her own brain and Willow has to go in and save her. Yeah, that's right. Because she just she just gives up. Yeah. And that's the thing, you know. Yeah. With Buffy, she, she just It's more up. realistic, yeah. It's more realistic because it's like, well, that... She doesn't just probably. rely on her friends to, to help her save the world. She helps her helps her get out of these yeah. funks that she has to get out of to, yeah. to save the world, you know what I mean? That's right. Anyway, uh, got some jokes here. I think I might give you some ridiculous vampire jokes what do you reckon <laughs> more than ridiculous uh, they're pathetic i have to say that these were the hardest jokes to find oh shocking jokes there are no seriously go out there and search funny vampire jokes they are absolutely pathetic yeah so anyway here they are how does a vampire catch a squirrel he climbs up a tree and acts like a nut <laughs> what kind of medicine does dracula take for a cold <laughs> Close. Coffin medicine. Oh, <laughs> What's it called when a vampire kisses you goodnight? Necking. <laughs> Can you laugh a little? I would if they were funny. <laughs> They're pathetic. What do you call a vampire that can lift up cars? What? <laughs> Jacula. <laughs> so Look at it going... Huh? Jack? Jackula. Jackula. Oh, oh, oh. oh, God. What kind of typewriters do vampires like? Jackulas. Blood typewriters. Oh, they're just so bad. Can't. Can someone please write some funny vampire jokes? This is pathetic. Okay, they were so pathetic, we had to make up some of our own. Which is still pathetic. <laughs> yes. What kind of people do vampires like to bite? Anyone who can be positive. Ah, nice one. That's not bad, considering you made that up yourself. <laughs> that was pretty good. How does a girl flirt with a vampire? Gets a period. <laughs> nice one. No, it's supposed to be she bats her eyes. That's just pathetic. I like yours better. <laughs> oh, God, we could come up with some. Oh, okay, here's a bad one. It's really sick. What does a vampire use for a tea bag? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to say it. <laughs> used tampon. <laughs> so wrong. It's just oh, so wrong. Shocking. <laughs>
Anyway, I think we should move away from these jokes, maybe. Speaking of blood, I do have a prank call. <laughs> uh, I think it's amusing. It's only very short, but um, yeah, it's pretty funny. Here you go. Uh, hello. I'm, I'm wondering if you smell any pig's blood. No. No, sorry. Never. Oh, do, do you know where might? No, I don't. Um, unless you call like an abattoir. Um, but yeah, I really, um, yeah, I, I really don't know and I don't have, um, don't have a number for anybody mm. like that. Do you have any other yeah. blood at all? No, we don't. No. Uh. No, sorry. <laughs> Do you know where um, I might be able to get my hands on any? Um, no, I really, I really have no idea. <laughs> yeah, no, no one's ever sort of asked for that before. Oh, okay, because my local reseller doesn't stock it at the moment, so I'm oh, sure I stock. I really yeah. need a drink. Yes, I see, no. I'm sorry, I can't help. Okay. Bye now. Thank you. <laughs> Well, that yeah. was okay. <laughs> I had a lot of trouble getting any butcher to actually talk to me about blood. Most of them just hung up and, or, well, said no, sorry, That's and weird. hung up. So that was about the best one I could get. <laughs> I, I dragged it on for yeah. a little bit, so it wasn't too bad. Anyway, I think it's about time for our weird and wonderful news. Bat plague, a mystery disease that threatens to wipe species out and why we depend on their survival. They may not be cute or cuddly, and they suffer from a decidedly bad press, but we will certainly miss them if they go. Bats are the hidden guardians of Britain's ecosystems, and scientists fear that they might be in peril. Our landscapes, crops, biodiversity, and even potential for medical research into human diseases could be changed forever. The mystery disease is sweeping across North America, starving bats to death, and leaving behind massive graves of thin, putrefied, and fungus-ridden bodies. Some sort of mystery disease that attacks during winter hibernation and leaves them with some weird sort of powdery white fungus on their noses, muscles and wings. Ah, I know what it is. <laughs> what is it? They've been snorting cocaine. Ah, <laughs> that cocaine. They've been ODing on the cocaine again. Those damn bats. Once WNS hits a cave, its entire bat population, sometimes tens of thousands of bats, can die. That's a lot of vampires. That's a lot of vampire bats. One million bats have died since the North America epidemic started. Reports of the fungus, Geomycus destructans, uh, thought to be cause of the disease, have surfaced in a handful of bats across Europe, although none have died. Bats with white fungal growth on their noses have also been reported in Britain, although so far none have tested positive to Geomycus. This is um, the biggest known bat colony. As of 24 million bats in Whoa. Bracken Cave, Texas. That's a huge amount of bats. That's a lot of bats. Well, can you imagine what would seriously happen if that, like, if all of our bats were killed? Because they do. I mean, they've got a part in part of the ecosystem, obviously, so... Obviously, most things do. There you go. A bat can feed on 10 insects a minute. If it feeds for more than, for maybe three hours a night, clock that up over a summer, you start getting into tons. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot. Overridden by bloody insects. That's, can you imagine that? That's 600 insects an hour. That is a huge amount. That's only if they can find them, though. Bats may even be keeping nasty disease-carrying bugs from gaining a foothold in Britain. Bats even eat a midge called colicylides, which carries blue tongue, a devastating livestock disease that is moving northwards in Europe as a result of climate change. 
Mmm. Wow. They are cute. I like bats. City residents claim Aswang attacked their village. This might find this highly contentious, but a greater number of residents of Mualani Street City proper in Mualani City believe that they are for real. At around 11 o'clock in the evening on Monday, residents were gathered in the streets following a hunt for the Aswang that leaked from the roof of several houses before it vanished in a belief tree. Uh, reporters said that the family of the certain Bing Bing Oh my god, what are these words? <laughs> I'm sorry, I have to stop you. <laughs> we've got we've got a creature called a swang. What the hell is a swang? People in a in a place called Muel Lonely Street in Iloilo. Yeah. Uh, they're hunting in a swang that leapt from the roof of several houses before it ran off in a blue knock in Visayan tree. And they're looking for a certain Bing Bang Clavines. <laughs> uh, that's just weird. Yeah. He described the alleged Ashwang as a bulky naked man with blazing red <laughs> eyes and has a gracie body, which seems to have been smeared with lana, an oil derived from coconut. <laughs> despite, despite the creature's burliness, RJ claimed that the Ashwang, which resembled more of a shadow, seemed to be floating while leaping from one roof to another. Some believed the assault was because of a good number of pregnant women in the village. Oh, maybe he was about no. I think it's Balinese or something. According to Wikipedia, an aswang, or asuang, is a mythical creature in Philippine folklore. It's supposed to be some sort of evil vampire-like creature, and, like, it's, yeah, all their myths, a lot of myths and stories from their background derived from there. So there you go. Interesting. (laughs) There's more weird words. Other regional names for the aswang include tick tick, whack whack, and sock sock. <laughs> I love How it. Dick one. <laughs> Fuck with. <laughs> uh, well, I guess that's the end of our weird and wonderful news. Oh, we actually got our first call in this week too. Yep. Uh, so we're going to play that in a sec. Uh, hopefully when we get more call-ins in the future, we'll have a little segment where we play some call-ins and answer questions if there are any and so on and so forth. Yeah. So here's our first call-in. Hey, Custis. Just wishing to say uh, thanks for your good work. I really enjoy listening to your show. We didn't get any name or anything from whoever called us, but thank you. Obviously another Aussie, as you can hear. But, yeah, whoever you are, thank you from Custis. Got any funny stories for this week? Uh, no. No? You suck. Actually, I was uh, doing my usual job where I have to walk from shop to shop and... You lazy bugger. <laughs> you don't do much. Just walk from shop to shop and shop. Yeah. So I'm walking from shop to shop and I've got Ruby on uh, on my headphones talking through, you know, <laughs> through your phone. Through my phone, <laughs> which is actually stuck between my boobs. And here I am talking to myself, basically, walking these shops. And I have to talk to people occasionally to say, you know, good morning, how you going, kind of thing. And so I walk into the shop, and Ruby, being funny, says, oh, yeah, I've been masturbating about... (laughs) About what discussion we're going to have. Telling people about the podcast. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's what it was. About the podcast. And I said, oh, yeah, yeah, I've been masturbating about that, too. (laughs) Out loud. Ah, brilliant. And I said it out loud, and this lady just went, oh, my God. And looked at me and went, 
I just started cracking myself laughing. And after that, I go, I'm glad you took that well. <laughs> That's what I wanted to have you do. <laughs> I was hoping you'd repeat me because most of the time, as you will well know from listening to the podcast, that when I say something, Poxy generally just repeats it. <laughs> yeah, why not? It's funny. It is funny. It's the way and we are. And the crap out of it too, which is great. But she does that in real life too. That's just her. It's yep. what she does. Yep. 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 Going back to our prank call now, I I don't know if I really like doing them because they are well. Something like freaking out a shop assistant. I've got to ring up and do the lipstick one because that's funny. Yeah. Hi, I'm wondering if you'll sell some lipsticks. I know, but it's funny. It is cruel. Actually, I do used to like having a prank call when I was um, working at the pizza shop. Yeah. We work at the pizza shop. They're funny. They're amusing. Well, you get a prank call up and it, it just sounds like a normal call. And all they do is they order a pizza. You turn up to someone else's house and then they say, oh, no, we didn't order that. And then you get to eat it yourself. Exactly. Yeah. And then everybody at the pizza shop gets a free pizza. Yeah, it's quite nice. We used to have that too when I worked at the pizza shop. We hmm. both worked in a pizza shop. Good job. It's I've right prank on. called my own pizza shop. No, have you? <laughs> you prank called <laughs> Did you do yeah. that? Oh, you, that's hilarious. You oh, don't want any of that from them. You don't want any of them to listen. Oh, they wouldn't give a crap anyway, really, now. No one li- would know. No one would know it was me. No, they wouldn't, I suppose. Yes, they would. They the Poxy. Pockets. <laughs> oh, yes, they would. That was your nickname, Pockets, Poxy. Yeah. So they would know you. Oh, well, they wouldn't do cops. anything. <laughs> my bosses were cops. Too bad. Anyway, <laughs> they so wouldn't do I anything. called up once because I was starving for a pizza and I was the only one working there on a Tuesday night. And my boss said, oh, look, you know, it's going to be like another hour before you knock off. And I was starving. So I thought, screw <laughs> this. <laughs> so you prank called your I own pizza shop. I called my own boss and said, I said, hey, I'm just going to go to the toilet. <laughs> and pranked him from the toilet. I That's pranked him from funny. The toilet. And he's just gone. Pockets, get the phone. I said, I'm in the toilet. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, you do, but you, oh, can I have a... <laughs> oh, an what, went, what address did you give? Just some unknown? No, or? I just said I was going to come in and pick it up. And then oh, I okay. Ate. And then when I didn't turn up, like half an hour later, he said, oh, you might as well eat the damn thing. I don't think they're coming <laughs> in. <laughs> you smart ass. So you got yourself a free pizza. <laughs> and a big one, too. Nice. Not that I get a small pizza, but I got yeah. a large one because I ordered a large well, one. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I used to work in a different pizza shop, at the end of the night we were allowed to make ourselves a, a small pizza. Yeah, that's what we wanted. Whenever. Because I used to just work on the weekends most nights. But anyway, I used to do, as Poxy did as well, we used to experiment with our pizzas. Yes. Yeah, that's I love the most fun. spaghetti pizzas. I we tell you what, pizzas. a dim sim pizza is actually nice. Oh, it's horrible. It sounds gross, but it's actually really nice. Just dim sims on top. Instead of tomato, you put like barbecue sauce on the bottom and then a mm. bit, a little bit of cheese and then you just break up your dim sims, put it on, cook it up, done. It was really nice. I've made a nacho Not pizza. Sure a nacho try. pizza is awesome. Yeah, that sounds... I've, I've had Corn a... Corn chips a, and um, cheese and then you put sour cream on own pizza. That would be nice. I'd love to have well, a Toblerone pizza. you put the sugar down, then you put a bit of chocolate, and then, mm. you, then you put pieces of Toblerone that just melt over the top. Yeah. It's kind of like, it's kind of like having Nutella on, on toast or something like that, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yum. Because, you know, us Aussies have some pretty weird things, like we have, uh, like, uh, Mars bars in batter. We, yep, they're you know, awesome. they batter a Mars bar and drop it in the deep fryer, and that is it's gross. Because when you melt it on the inside, yeah, it's just it's it looks like a, a salve. 
basically. A battered serve. A battered serve. And then you bite yeah. into it, and it's just all gooey and soft and melted. It's so good. Yeah. By the way, a battered serve is a hot dog battered and deep fried. <laughs> yeah, we have lots of deep fried food down here. <laughs> <laughs> what else do we have that deep fried? I love deep fried bananas. They're great. Deep fried bananas are nice. Deep fried pineapple. What else do we have that's deep fried that's weird? We have deep fried ice cream, deep fried... Uh, yeah. Mars bars, deep fried Mars bars are a common one. Yeah, you can actually get them at your local fish and chip yeah, shop. Yeah, pretty much every fish and chip yeah. shop you get them. Just going back to the vampire topic again, did you know that apparently Prince Charles is supposed to be a direct descendant from Vlad the Impaler? Really? Wow. There you go. Hmm. That's weird. How would they trace that back? I suppose. Yeah. All right. families are weird like that, though. Yeah. They? So they reckon uh, Prince Charles is a vampire. <laughs> Maybe he is, yeah. I thought they were supposed to have big teeth, not big ears. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, uh, the legend of, you know, vampires sleeping in coffins is something to do with, you know, morticians or grave diggers or whatever back in God knows when when um, apparently decomposing uh, bodies and stuff would actually just sit straight up. <laughs> or <laughs> something, something to do with, you know, the actual decomposing uh, process, but... You know, it's a weird phenomenon that actually does happen, and that's what they used to used to think the vampires were getting back um, out of the coffins. Yeah, like apparently there's like a lot, you know, a dead corpse can like jerk its arm or leg, right. or it's exactly pretty common. Right. It's just your muscles twitching, apparently. Just as a little side note, when you hear our parody song, listen for a Buffy reference and see if you can hear it. Yeah, <laughs> you should be able to. Anybody that's a Buffy fan will know. There's a particular bit at the end of every single Buffy episode that if anyone ever hears it, they know exactly what it's from. Yeah, absolutely. And if you listen carefully... I'm pretty sure it's the end of every Angel episode as well. I'm pretty sure it's even at the end of Firefly. Huh. It could be it's because a, it's I all think from it's the Joss same... Whedon thing. It's the Joss Whedon, right. um, Joss Whedon little production company. Thing, yeah. So listen out for it. See if you can hear it. should give you a little bit of a laugh. <laughs> we liked it. Yes, we quite enjoyed doing this parody song. Yeah. I think they're a bit more of a highlight because, uh, yeah, sometimes our episodes are a little slow to kick off. <laughs> anyway, to wrap up this week's episode, yeah. hope you enjoyed our show. Yeah, no. Don't forget, once again, vote for us at Podcast Alley. Send us in some feedback. Please visit our site. Become a member. Yeah, chat a member. to us. You'll be able to chat live to us because we're on almost all the time. <laughs> We've got our website up, checking stats and all that sort of stuff, seeing how many downloads we got. So um, you may just have a chat to us. Don't forget, also, leave us a voicemail. Yeah. You'll get on our show. We'll pop you on our show. So um, it's very easy to do. Just go to our site and look. All the links are on the side in the sidebar there. You'll see contact us and yeah, yeah where to vote for us, how to subscribe to Actually, us. Just email us. We'll, uh, we'll get back to you. Yeah. Sure. And we've got all our funny information from each week's show up on our website. So yes. check out our videos and our pictures. There's some good ones in there. Yeah. But for now, that's this week's episode wrapped up again. And so goodbye from Custer Stuff! Underground, my skin's as white as snow. I'm dead, I know for sure. My heartbeat is a goner, cause he bit me and then walked out the door. 
I tried to fight the feeling Cause the thirst alone is killing me right now This could be fun to fat I could now live forever But I don't know how Just not easy cause I know I want more I gotta do it, oh I gotta do it Cause blood is what I need now that I'll be bold And now I know I'm living for forever I hate sticks, I hate sticks, I hate sticks, I hate sticks And the afternoon sun The sky is getting so much darker I'll have to wait till night time in the sun I'll have to disappear So they're coming. Now I'm gonna eat your mama. Arg. 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 Arg.